That's why the internet isn't so good. Uh, I'm gonna shut that down. Right, yeah. Uh, so that's why the internet's not working so well. Humidity is super high, and it, I guess it depends on how dry do you want your eyeballs. A few more animations done. Uh, not focusing on uh, uploading them just yet, but still working on them in the background. And uh, yeah, China elections coming up. Bet you didn't think those happened, did ya? Wednesday, August 3rd, 2022. I'm Steven Sersky. Hope you folks are doing well. This here is my audio blog wherein I yik-yak about some of the daily goings-on uh, here in Beijing, China. I uh, live and work, uh, and uh, I am in the ESL industry, of course. I also have a new vlog, if you want to take a look at that. It actually, uh, it's called the Stevens Language Ac Acquisition Vlog, which is a very, it's a mouthful, and it probably will change the name. Uh, it's on YouTube. You can uh, look for that. Uh, if you're watching the live stream, it's actually um, one channel over from my my main channel, and uh, it was started with the idea that I was going to be practicing my productive skills for uh, Mandarin Chinese leading up to my HSK-5 test. Um which I never did check my uh, results just yet. I'm kind of afraid to do that. But uh, there I've also been posting a couple of uh, uh, tips, some advice, and some language, I don't know, language study, language learning analysis. Uh, a lot of short pieces, one-minute clips and stuff like that, so you can take a look at that. Let me know what you think. Is it, am I uh, onto something good here, or am I FOS, right? All right, so... Uh, yeah, this whole internet thing. Um, <laughs> I was talking to another guy on the compound, and he's like, yep, um, internet wasn't doing so well. Uh, videos weren't lo uh, loading. He teaches online, uh, but he teaches uh, going four hours ahead or like around Australia, New Zealand, like so uh, ahead, whereas I typically I go North American time. He goes uh, Asia, uh, South Pacific, South Pacific area. Uh, and he's saying... Yeah, connections haven't been good. Uh, it's been kind of slow. I'm not sure exactly if he has the same type of internet connection. My compound, I think, it's sponsored by... Not sponsored. It's uh, it's provided by China Telecom. So, I think. Yes, China Telecom. So, there's like two cables going into the compound or whatever that provide all the uh, data flow for uh, the whole thing. Uh, now, whether or not that makes a huge difference in terms of uh, each individual apartment, I don't know. Um, and whether or not his, uh, I highly suspect that my Wi-Fi has been compromised in some way and that like someone has guessed the password and I don't know how to change the password. So, um, I'm guessing, <laughs> I'm just assuming someone's taking it up or taking up my bandwidth or, uh, the other thing that's happening is that, uh, maybe again, since China Telecom does provide, uh, services, internet services for the compound, the, um, it's just. I mean, it's, it's bogged down during the day when everyone's working from home, uh, since so many people are working from home. Uh, the third reason, and this is probably more likely, is because there's something going on. And I think I mentioned this last year, or last week, something is probably going on that I'm, I'm not aware of. And yep, sure enough, last night, Nancy Pelosi landed in Taiwan. <laughs> oh, that would be why my internet's not so good. Okay, so, yeah. Um, however, one thing I w did, I I've purchased to hopefully remedy the situation, I'm trying it out right now, uh, is an Ethernet 
adapter for my MacBook. I've been using Wi-Fi, so now I have a little, it's a Belkin adapter for MacBooks, and it has um, Ethernet cable, power delivery USB-C, uh, two USB things, HDMI, and an SD card reader. It's not very much, uh, but I bought it because uh, I I've also got a new tablet as well. Uh, and so I want to be able to use the Ethernet and hopefully, 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 the connection won't drop as much or as often or at all, to tell you the truth, uh, since it's hardwired into uh, the computer. So that's the hope, that's the goal. Uh, and um, we'll see so far, I mean, I'm five minutes into this and I haven't had any issues so far. I haven't, this is the first time I'm using it for a live stream, so we'll all try it again hopefully tomorrow to do another uh, Chinese character live stream, uh, which I haven't done in this week just yet, so I will get that done as well. Uh, the other thing that could be affecting the internet is the humidity. Uh, it could be. Um, probably not. Uh, given the other uh, just mentioned reason, uh, I'm assuming it's not the humidity. But yes, humidity is super high, and it is affecting the workouts. <laughs> I think actually a lot of my weight loss... Uh, this summer has is pretty much due to dehydration. I'm down probably another 1.2, 1 1.5, 1.5 kilos basically uh, since the beginning of the summer. I do track all of my weight. I'm not sure if you guys do this. I've, I've been tracking my weight for four years already and uh, down quite a bit. Let's see, beginning of summer. Well, okay. It, uh, no, I'm not down 1.5 kilos. <laughs> I'm down not very much kilos at all, uh, like one, that's it, basically, since the beginning of the uh, the summer. So it's 2.2 pounds. Uh, not bad. Uh, I'm not, again, I'm not really looking to drop weight so much as I'm looking to drop fat. And that's, uh, I have noticed that uh, things are coming along, that uh, I am slimming down quite a bit compared to what I was before. Uh, one issue that I'm seeing, and this is kind of going off of how I've seen other people do cuts as well, um, is that I'm lacking much of an upper body presence. <laughs> Since I do a lot of these kettlebell, a lot of, um, what would you call it, transverse, like full body workouts, I'm never really working on any one muscle group. Uh, as a result, um, it's like you'd see guys who are skinnier than me but then have larger up, uh, upper bodies whereas I don't have much of an upper body because I, I don't focus on any uh, any part of it I guess I could um, I wonder how I would work on such things like today I did another slow kettlebell workout in the afternoon um, after my two mile run and things like that are, are good to sort of do every now and then like to, uh, to to build muscle rather than doing the quick uh, the fast paced, kettlebell flows that I normally do like this even even the swings like doing 100 swings uh, or get-ups like those are full body workouts those aren't going to be targeting any one muscle group as a result I mean you're not going to see definition in any one place but you are going to feel stronger overall so yeah but the humidity is definitely uh, affecting the uh, the, the workouts uh, it was hot this morning it was very very warm this morning um, and then even this afternoon it's uh yeah i it's one of these things it's 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 not a malaise it's a lethargy that's one thing so i feel lethargic uh you gotta keep i don't think i was properly hydrated until about 11 o'clock or 12 uh, like until lunch uh and just the amount of water that you have to consume um every day is 
<laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how you guys are keeping cool. I mean, I don't have an air conditioner. I've, I've complained about it before. I have one fan. No doubt you can hear it going right now. Uh, but I mean, the humidity topped 80% today. Uh, it's down to oh, it's 72% right now. And it's worse if I wash clothes uh, and I hang them out within the apartment. Then yeah, it's uh, it gets even more humid inside as well. So it's... <laughs> Uh well, three more weeks, and then it'll cool down. Six more weeks, and you'll be complaining. Well, then you'll be saying it's nice weather. Eight more weeks, you'll be saying it's cold outside. So, got to enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, I've done a few more animations. I've actually been inspired. There's a guy I know who um, has written some songs for his son. And um, he's a very good songwriter, but he doesn't do a lot of original stuff. Uh, he does a lot of, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, cover songs. So, he... He plays a lot of other people's uh, music, but he wrote this one very simple song, and um, I've, I've taken the liberty to do some animations for it. So, very basic animations. Again, with this new tablet that I have, uh, this new iPad, uh, there are some features in it that make animation a whole lot easier, and so uh, with that in mind, I'm able to uh, produce, hopefully, a little bit more, a, little, a lot quicker as well. Um, so, this, this song, I, I haven't cleared with him to use it just yet, so I, I'm not going to post it just yet. Uh, but I have done some animations for it. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I think it's kind of, it's just kind of silly. Um, but for what the song is, given that it's a child song, a children's song, uh, I can actually see where this could go. Like He he, he definitely could be a children's entertainer in uh, in China if he wanted to. I think the, the market is there for his taking. If you know Fred Penner, uh, he's a famous Canadian uh, uh, children's entertainer. Huge influence on me. Um, a lot, huge influence on a lot of musicians that I know uh, throughout Canada. And uh, yeah, he um, he could be like sort of the, the Fred Penner of China. Or, I mean, anywhere, basically. But uh, certainly have a presence uh, in China. So yeah, these uh, animations, I will... Uh, I think I'm going to build them up. And then I won't worry about posting them just yet until the weekend. I'll just have more time to deal with it on the weekend. Uh, rather than trying to fuff about and... Um, get uh, everything posted by midnight uh, 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 under some sort of kind of deadline. All right, so you can look for that. Uh, of course, I will uh, post the archives up on my uh, my website, so uh, stevensersky.com, where I'll uh, make a special page for the animations. Don't get your hopes up. I mean, this is... If I draw, it's, it's, it's almost comical. I should almost... Yeah, I don't know. It, it, <laughs> I see these animations and I'm very proud because I'm like, I drew that. Look at that. But if you knew how long it took to animate, you know, three seconds, 12 seconds, I mean, 12 times 12, it's 144 frames. Uh, and if you're doing it like me where you're animating cell by cell, it takes even a crappy stick man walking takes quite a a long time to actually animate so uh i mean it's not it's it's rather engrossing only because i'm working on one element and that's it and that's what i want to work on this month with this animation stuff is just working on animation i know i said claymation and i will get to that um but i've been doing cell by cell animation lately i've been doing some of this uh ar uh like animated it, it's the, the camera it's built in like you know how snapchat has filters and stuff like that so i've been using that there's another function um that i've been using as well to animate some things as well so again very broad um, approach to animation but that's what i want to focus on uh for this month china elections coming up 
Bet you didn't think that happens here. It does. Uh, China is a republic, and they do actually vote. Uh, now, the vote might be um, heavily decided beforehand, but uh, there's an uh, old Chinese saying, you know, um, like Sun Tzu basically said, you know, uh, if you win the battle, win the war before you even start fighting. If you don't, then you've lost, like, basically. So the idea is that um, you, you stack all the chips in, in your favor and do as much as you can to make sure that you win, and then you go to war, basically. I, there's If you do it the other way around, go to war and then think you're going to win, it doesn't always work that way. So in October, November, there will be another uh, party conference, whatever, and uh, apparently the, the, this real estate thing here in China has been... Uh, it's not over. <laughs> it, the, I'm sure we've all heard of the Evergrande. I'm sure you've heard about the Evergrande. So they started defaulting and stuff like that. They expanded way too much. And I'm, you know, I look outside my window and I see more apartments going up. And I go, who's buying them? Like, who, who in their right mind is buying? Not, who, not who's in their right mind. Who is buying this stuff? I'd like to know because what do they see in this area that there's going to be more people wanting to live here, right? Uh, and again, I understand it's a good area, but what the area hasn't changed that much there, there's been no additions of like any other schooling or any other amenities i mean the only other amenity is more apartment buildings that's it and I, uh, given that i don't understand how many apartment buildings they need uh so and so this whole evergrand uh debacle that's uh, been unfolding over the last couple of years uh the top executives have actually been forced to resign and I guess they're facing legal charges as well. I mean, as what as, as what happens when you, I guess when you're forced to resign. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, also the banking sector is apparently uh, getting hit, which would explain why the banks haven't moved. Uh, I, I was looking at. I think I talked about these a while ago. The uh, Chinese banks. This has happened. North American banks. They've been getting slammed as well, and they finally bottomed in like la last month in June. Sorry, two months ago, in the middle of June. Uh, sort of like right when J.P. Morgan came out and said, you know, we see some, um, we're optimistic in some growth in China, probably by the end of June. It's like, <laughs> and right on the money. Wow. I guess when you run the table, um, you can call shots like that and you'll be right. Uh, and uh, J.P. Morgan is certainly one of the uh, larger uh, hands at the table, one of the larger table owners. Um, they apparently, and this is a little bit of a digression from the Evergrande, the real estate and the banking here, but with there's a recent regulatory introduction wherein there's, uh, what was it called, net settling or something like that, where banks are now able, in China, banks in China are now able to use derivatives to uh, create some sort of uh, fill the gap between their their net balances or their their uh, their, their profits and their losses. No, no, sorry, not profits and losses between some sort of two funds, two accounts, two numbers that they use. And this introduction of derivatives derivatives is similar to what other countries do. Like it's widely used in, in the UK, like in London and in New York, uh, and I think was used in Hong Kong. Uh, or is being used in Hong Kong, but now it's available in the mainland. And one of the beneficiaries of this means that people like J.P. Morgan, uh, or not people, um, companies, banks like J.P. Morgan, uh, Citibank, and all those can now be a little bit more uh, directly involved in the Chinese, the mainland Chinese financial system, whereas before they had to go through uh, um, 
intermediary, like a, a middleman. Um, I can't remember what that name was. Give me a second. Let's see. Net something or other. Uh, no idea. Um, nope. Mortgage boycotts. Nope. 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 All right. Well, I'm going to have to uh, look that up and see what happens. Uh, what if I look up derivatives? Derivatives. Nope, that didn't work either. Anyway, well, uh, I'm going to have to uh, leave that alone. Uh, but uh, China Derivatives Law, oh, there it is. There we go. Lowering costs for investors on Bloomberg. Uh, it was on Bloomberg, so you can look that up. Um, what is this? I just wanted that one term that they were using. Uh, so-called closeout netting. There we go. This recognition of so-called closeout netting is seen lowering the cost of trading by reducing the funds that would be needed to set uh, to needed to be set aside to protect against against credit risk. So there you go. That's a that's it's a new law that they've uh, just introduced, and this gives um, the uh, these banks a little bit more uh, involvement in the Chinese mainland uh, financial markets, which is part of the opening up. 40 years later, they're still opening up, uh, which is another sort of thing. You're kind of like, how, hmm, interesting. How long is this going to take? Good question. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, the uh, with the Evergrande exec- executives, the banks uh, sort of under the spotlight, it also is apparently going to affect the tech sector. And this this also makes sense. Because the tech stocks haven't been recovering with some of the other stocks that have been recovering in the in the Chinese mainland. So, over the last couple of months, uh, you've seen banks um, become like sort of uh, well go down. Tech stocks have been crushed, and they have they haven't been rallying at all. I mean, um, I think the stocks that were rallying earlier. I mean, there were some energy stocks that were doing well. Um, some of the car companies are doing well. Uh, but uh, the ones that sort of the, that you'd sort of think would lead the charge were the banks. They aren't uh, aren't really participating in this sort of this idea that there's elections going forward and there might be some um, uh, negotiations going on in which uh, people need to understand which way the, the tide is going. And uh, if they're not uh, swimming with the tide, well, I, yeah, who knows? They might not be uh, invited to swim anymore. I guess you could say. Right, so that's. Uh, I mean, I've seen these uh, over the last couple of weeks, and it kind of makes sense with uh, the markets and how they're sort of uh, shaping up so far in the mainland of China. All right, vocab, vocab, vocab. HSK five vocab. Uh, how you guys doing with your Chinese studies, with your language studies? Uh, I've been focused. I haven't been reading very much. I haven't been working on the textbooks. I have literally been waking up, and I did. I did manage to do the first snooze today. So I snoozed it once, and then by midway through the second of the second snooze. I got up, did my vocab, and that's it. And then I went out and did my workout as well. So I want to continue with that. I want to get that vocab done. I've got these three decks. I've got these physical cards as well, these physical flashcards I want to get through as well. Again, I've said it before going into the test. I want to foc- I, I need to work on my vocab. I think it's one of the biggest things that uh, hit me hard on that uh, that test. And so going forward in, by in the next three or four months, I really want to be able to know those characters not just the words and the characters but to be able to write them as well so that's uh, what i'm going to be focusing on and right now it is a lot of character recognition and then translating from english into chinese because that is a skill that uh, also needs to be worked on it's easy to see the character and go oh yeah it means this but then when you present it with the english what does it mean how do you translate that word at this level 
into Chinese, which is a whole new level of difficulty. It's like that Metroid game where you finish it once and then it gets even harder the second time around. Yes! And then we haven't even started traditional Chinese. Yay! We'll leave that for a little bit later. Okay, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, stephenserski.com. This thing didn't drop once, so maybe Ethernet cables are the way to go, at least for what I'm trying to do. I'm going to try, uh, test these uh, upload speeds as well. Hopefully, it's a lot faster. We'll see that very soon. Okay, folks, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, show notes, tracks, vids up on my website, stephenserski.com. We will talk again. Have a good one. Stay cool. Bye-bye.